shoot your shot. Hey, come on now, shoot your shot. Hey, come on, two, shoot your shot. Hey, come on now, shoot your shot. Shoot it, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it, shoot your shot. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Shoot Your Shot podcast. My name is Isfandi Arberahini, joined alongside Bradshaw Furlong, my co-host. And we have a guest, the first guest of the offseason his name is Nassim Ali. You would know him on Twitter as Open Jim Ananobi. A lot of people may know him as Open Jim Ananobi. Um, and and gentlemen, we, we have we have a guest finally, Bradshaw. <laughs> we, we brought back. Him to the show. Hold on, hold on. I'm the first guest ever. No, of no, the no. off season of the off season. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, off that season. nice, man. No, no, no. Relax. Yeah, it's, no. it's it's special, but not that special. That's <laughs> yeah. fine. That, that's I'm perfectly fine with being there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're, we're, we're an off-season show anyway, so this is as special as it gets. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Dude, you are um, you're the first guest of season two. Let's call mm. that. Let's call it that. All right, Alia. So it's not the it's not history making, but still pretty special. Yeah, I'm very comfortable with that position right now. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we we got some news to talk about. It is it is kind of groundbreaking in the world of Philadelphia 76ers basketball. Daryl Morey was appointed the president of basketball operations, right above Elton Brand and above every other executive they just hired recently, which is hilarious. Um, I'll get your reactions to it. What do you guys think in general? Um, Nassim, if you want to go first, go. I'll, I'll, we'll let the guests go first and see what you think. <laughs> well, I, pre- I appreciate the honor. Um, hiring the GM after the coach is very weird to me personally because yeah. I feel like the GM and the coach need to be on the same page. And uh, Daryl Morey is a spreadsheet person. And Doc Rivers is, uh, I don't know what he works off of because, because it's not working. But um, uh, he seems very old school in his mentality. And Daryl Morey is anything but that. So if, like, it could either go really well where they just cancel each other each other's weaknesses out. Or it could be a complete disaster. So, yeah. and the fact that it's a conference rival means I'm rooting for the complete disaster. <laughs> a division rival too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what, yeah, that's what I meant. Conference division. Just, All that. Just, I love this. Let him burn. I don't care. <laughs> Brad, what do you think, man? What do you think about Maury? I was going to say the exact, I think this is super strange. Like it's very rare. You see a team hire their GM after their coach. They usually want to get the GM out of the way so they can pe- hand pick their coach. And I don't think Doc Rivers would have been Daryl Maury's first choice as a head coach. I, I think he probably would have wanted to look elsewhere. I think it's kind of funny. They have three former GMs now. They have Daryl Morey, Elton Brand, and Doc Rivers, three yeah. former GMs. Yeah. Who's going to have the final say? I don't know. I'm intrigued <laughs> to find out. Well, I would. You, you think the president of basketball operations would have the final say? You hope so. I don't know how, you would think. You'd hope. It's not a. It's not a Maasai situation where you know the guy's in charge. Mm-hmm. Where you've got, I mean, Doc is Doc, and he came from a situation where he was basically the man. So he's got to have to uh, swallow his pride a little bit, and I don't know if you yeah. can do that. I, I, um, I tweeted this earlier and I, I kind of tweeted it as a joke, but people took it really seriously. But I was like, all right, look, it's funny to me that the Clippers got a guy. First of all, the, the, sorry, the Sixers hired a guy who is a playoff disappointment, uh, failed mm. in the playoffs in, in Doc Rivers. Then they go ahead and fi- hire a guy who was 
kind of created a team that was known for being a playoff disappointment in the Houston Rockets and Daryl Morey. And then the Sixers themselves are a playoff disappointment. Now I'm not saying that this is like, you know, screw Daryl Morey, everything like that. I actually think it's like a decent enough hire. He's probably the right guy to shake things up and just shake up the tree and see what he can get. Right. You need to get Al Horford out of there. You need to get Tobias Harris out of there. I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> and and you got to figure out a way to to create a bunch of space around Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. Daryl Morey kind of seems like the perfect guy to do that. Now you guys are right. The the whole Doc Rivers versus Daryl Morey thing might be a storyline we see during the regular season. But at the same time, I've heard this on a bunch of podcasts too. They've worked together before. They were both yeah. on the Celtics. So like maybe there is that connection. Maybe Daryl Morey left because he realized there was a position open in Philadelphia. I mean, that's just speculation, but you know. Right. Let me just add this in right now. Tobias Harris will be making $34 million next year. <laughs> um, so and that's, st- I, and that's still not the worst contract on that team. I know Al Horford is 27 is- <laughs> and a half. <laughs> yeah. So Al Horford, you need to trade no matter what. I Unless he like gets into like Ra's al Ghul's Fountain of Youth. And- <laughs> But uh, to- Tobias needs to develop. Uh, there's no way they even remotely succeed yeah. unless he becomes. I don't. You, Thirty-four million dollar player. That's a lot to ask for. But if we can get to like the twenty, <laughs> I, I like Philadelphia being uh, a sleeper. But yeah, man. Um, as for Daryl and um, Doc, uh, sometimes people get along, but they just don't work together. Um, James yeah. Harden and Russell Westbrook are the prime example of that. So, I, again, it's great that they're going to be friends and stuff. And they're going to have they're going to uh, share drinks and cheesesteaks together. But uh, I don't know about that again. with all the COVID going on. But you know, I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I, I, okay, I, I see what you guys are saying. There's definitely it's going to be rocky. Look, at yeah. the end of the day, it's just going to be a bunch of crazy stuff. The drama is going to ensue regardless with the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm here for it. I'm totally ready for just. Uh, 82 games of oh my god Joel Embiid doesn't like Ben Simmons or Ben Simmons ordered we have a funny story we, we had a guy on last offseason who was talking about uh, he did advertisements with Ben Simmons and then when Ben Simmons showed up he wanted to order a bunch of wings for everybody and he that, that was the reason for him being like yo Ben Simmons is out of shape Ben Simmons does this <laughs> and, you know ben, you know he doesn't he doesn't work out he just wants chicken wings and all that so I don't know at the end of the day, I have no idea. There's there's more to this, in my opinion, than just Daryl Morey and Doc Rivers. Ben Simmons has to develop as a shooter. Then you got Joe. Do we do we think do, do we think Daryl Morey can get Ben Simmons to shoot threes? Uh, I mean, he I mean, he, they moved. They they let Russ not take threes, so maybe they're gonna may give an exception. To I mean, ben it's I can't say for sure, but like you get you don't want Russ shooting threes, so I think that was sort of like that kind of forced their hand. And um, the thing that Daramore like loves James Harden because James Harden is the player that he always wanted. He literally yeah. does all the things that J- uh, Daramore thinks are like successful, yeah. like thinks will make for a successful team and stuff like that. Uh, ben Simmons is somehow like, I kind of relate to him because like, I'm kind of like this like perfectionist too, where it's like, <laughs> if I can't do it well, like screw it. I don't want to look like a failure. I'm not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I feel like that's Ben Simmons problem. Like he's probably like a 30% shooter, but he just like, he doesn't want to miss for yeah. some reason. It's yeah. kind of dumb. Um, 
I just feel like well, in yeah. basketball that can't apply. You know, like you gotta you gotta go for it, man. You're gonna hurt. Listen, your their their four best and most highest paid players are Tobias Harris, Al Horford, Joel Embiid, <laughs> and Ben Simmons. Daryl Morey has a lot of work cut out for him <laughs> in terms of making that fit. Yeah. Um, they're gonna have to expand the paint somehow <laughs> to accommodate those four, but uh. Yeah, no, you I mean, yeah, it's it's a tough one, and it, even if you had the greatest coach of all time, which Doc Rivers is not, no He's disrespect not. to him, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's uh, Philly's got Philly's got some uh, questions for <laughs> going into next season. I'll say that uh, much. I liked, I did like that there were like, there were two reactions to it. They're like, when Daryl Morey got hired, there was the reactional, like, like what we're doing right now. Okay, they're going to trade, they have to trade Horford and Tobias Harris. And the other end is, all right, they're going to trade Joel Embiid for James Harden and they're going to blow the whole thing up. And I'm like, <laughs> why are there just two different extremes here? Why is that going to happen? Why is he, why is James Harden automatically going to Philly and, and Joel Embiid's just gone? Because I think a lot of people think Daryl Morey is just this guy who's just like constantly on the phone and just, just he hates centers. For he hates yeah. centers and he loves James Harden. So naturally, and beat for and beat for <laughs> Harden. That's that's what has to happen. Not Eric Gordon hates, or anything. I, I don't think he hates centers. I think he hates people who can't shoot. Yeah, and I, I'm assuming he doesn't like Joel Embiid not playing, doing load management, even though he's not Kawhi. <laughs> Yeah, no, man, listen, Joel Embiid is like, look, Anthony Davis used to be called glass. I used to call Anthony Davis glass all the time because he's he still kind of, he still kind of is like he's still a little bit. Yeah. He let, he led the playoffs and maybe even the regular season, just falling down thinking it was a severe injury. And then, okay, he got back up. He's good. He's in the next play. <laughs> Yo, but, but at the same time he gets up every time. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's like a small break, you know, it's a small, <laughs> I feel like he would have made a great, uh, he would have made a great soccer player because they do that a lot. So. <laughs> oh, he would have been perfect. He, red oh cards and yellow he... cards everywhere. <laughs> um, but, but you know, Joel Embiid is kind of, he's a little glassy. He's, he's a, a little, little glassy. glassy. Yeah. It's extremely disappointing because like when you see him play and you see him like engaged and like at his best, it's like, like who's going to guard this guy? Yeah. <laughs> like he's yeah. so big, like he's a, he's a big guy in like a smaller league. So like it's from a, from like a basketball fan perspective, it's disappointing, but obviously as a Raptor fan, I'm in love with it. So <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I wouldn't mind having Mr. Glass on the squad realistically, you know, I, I mean, finest. Get uh, McKechnie <laughs> on that, uh, on that load management plan. Like, yeah, exactly. I, I'd buy into it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Bradshaw, you know us, man. We're going to, we're going to find a way to talk about any play. Anybody is going to the Raptors. <laughs> if S is on the podcast, anybody and everybody could end up we're on the, the Raptors. We're the East coast. All the way from, it's when it, Harry, <laughs> no, you're the East Coast Lakers. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, no, because the Lakers think they're gonna get everybody, and a lot of ways, us Raptors fans think the same thing. We're we're gonna get everybody. We're going to. I get feel everybody. like Giannis is like the gateway to uh, us becoming Lakers fans, where it's like, yeah, yeah let's let's get <laughs> if we get Giannis, oh my God, we're gonna be insufferable. Because before gonna... before it was like you guys were like Knicks fans, where it was like you said you were get them getting them, but like it wasn't a realistic possibility. But now they have a championship, and it was like, oh, now. This yep. changes everything. Yep, 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 yep. And for us, I mean, no, no disrespect to us though. It ranges everywhere from Harry Giles <laughs> to Joel Embiid. There's like it can it could be a role player or a superstar. He thinks anybody is coming Listen, to the Raptors. Harry Giles is coming it, to the Raptors. I'm telling you that. Right? I hope he doesn't. I love Harry Giles. A, has a very um, Pokemon mentality where he has to catch every single thing that he likes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So uh, I, I can relate. Yeah. Um, the thing is with the Knicks though is like. 
they the last time they made the final was 1999 yeah. i think yeah so i don't know where this idea came where everyone wanted to go to new york no i mean now it's done because brooklyn is now <laughs> the spot yeah to, yeah. to go to if you want to go to new york you go to brooklyn because brooklyn it's it's literally right there your practice your practice arena is in brooklyn your arena is in brooklyn it's not like the new york where it's like you practice like three hours away or something yeah dude the whole madison square garden allure is gone because yeah. all these guys don't even remember madison square <laughs> garden being like that you know it was the, the 90s the 90s were the new the new york time when they yeah. were playoffs every year I mean, Jordan kicked their ass, but at least they're still in the playoffs. <laughs> they're still there, yeah. Like, the most fond memories these guys have of Madison Square Garden is Melo hitting shots against the Bulls. And at that point, that kind of loses its luster after a little while. <laughs> All yeah. those, those two Christmas shots? Are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Christmas those... games. Not the playoffs. Exactly. Not, Not the, the playoffs. playoffs. Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> they had one 50 win season. Everyone's like, New York is back. And like, uh, I don't think so. Um, all right, man. So, so we, we've gotten off track talking about New York trash in the Knicks. Uh, let, let's switch it over to Houston's side of things. Uh, Steven Silas, he was hired uh, to be the head coach of the Houston Rockets. Does that mean that James Harden's time with the Houston Rockets is over? Is this no. heading into a rebuild? No. no. I think I think this can you don't need to have Mike D'Antoni and Daryl Moore to be a good team, like that wasn't the sole reason they were a good team. They were good on their own. Like they have the talent on that team to be successful, especially if they want to continue playing this small micro ball style. Even if they want to get like a a serviceable center, a Harry Giles perhaps, a serviceable <laughs> Nerlens Noel type maybe. Like these are like they're a good team. You're, you're, why are you talking about future Raptors like? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nerlens Noel too. <laughs> Yeah, if, if Harry Giles doesn't work out, <laughs> Nerlens Noel's right there. Oh my goodness! I'm just saying. I'm just. Have saying. you gotten to Malik Beasley yet? Are you? Are you? Is Malik Beasley going to the Raptors? He just caught a charge. We don't talk about. Malik oh, okay. Beasley. Oh jeez. Because yeah, yeah. I because I saw Blake Murphy put out an article on the Athletic looking at wings and I, and the I didn't read it but the cover photo was Malik Beasley, uh, and I know immediately I would get a Malik Beasley Raptors especially that black jersey that I would I'm, get a Malik I'm Beasley sure. jersey. I'm sure you'd change your mind if you heard the news today. He did something very. Oh no! Was it bad? Was it really bad? Because I saw I saw the gun charge. Was it gun charges or marijuana charges? I I, I want I want to be sure, but I do think it was domestic violence. To be honest with I you, I did not. I miss. I must have missed that. I'm not getting a more uh, easy jersey. No, I got my computer in front of me. It's apparently just like threatening people with a gun, which is oh. which is not which is not obviously like domestic <laughs> violence as a whole. Yeah, like yeah, that's that that's just like unforgivable but like Jesus. i mean threatening people with now. a gun is not not cool either but no. yeah it's it's not yeah. domestic yeah okay fair yeah all right, <laughs> yeah. All right yeah. so i guess you could still be a fan like you know we're still fans of gilbert arenas you know so like, people are still man. fans of Derek rose yeah I, yeah well <laughs> i fan is uh not the word i yeah, would use i don't know i don't know <laughs> Derek Rose fans are kind of uh, delusional, though. They live in like their own world. You know what I mean? So oh, I know. Yeah, it's it's weird. Okay, let's get back <laughs> to Houston, guys. What are we talking about here? Let's get back to Houston. No, but yeah, no, I I think Houston. Uh, I I definitely they're obviously still a playoff team. Uh, I I've heard good things about Steven Silas. Obviously, I don't know too much about him. He's yeah. an assistant coach with Dallas, but I I I like the hire. He's a good, apparently a really good players coach, which I think is just the de facto term people use for any black coach now. But I think any coach in the NBA now has to be a player's coach. Like, that's just the way the league is now, unless you're Stan Van Gundy. Um, 
Yeah, I, I like the hire, and I think obviously Houston is still a really good team. Um, one thing yeah, else is, I, oh no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so I don't think James Harden leaves unless he wants to leave. Yeah. Um, so that's the main thing, and there's nothing I've heard that's assumed that's saying that oh he wants to leave because of whatever happened to Maury and D'Antoni and all that stuff. So as long as Harden's on that team, they're gonna be. Yeah. I would I would say they're gonna be a playoff team. I mean, they're kind of stuck with Westbrook. So as long as they have those two, like their floor isn't going to be that low. So again, I don't know much about uh, Silas, but if he can, I mean, you have Harden on your team. So at least your offense is set. So it's, yeah, I mean, that's how I feel about it. The way I think about it is like, look, uh, Brad, you mentioned it. He was the assistant coach or he was the offensive, technically, if you want to call it, excuse me, the offensive coach for the Mavericks, right? Mavericks had the number one offense in NBA history last year, right? He did it in, like a ridiculous amount way ahead of any other offense there was in, in, uh, in NBA history. It's, it's like a ridiculous amount number. I don't remember the offensive rating, but whatever. Um, regardless, Luka Doncic and James Harden get that comparison all the time, right? They, mm-hmm. they get that comparison of they play a similar style. If James Harden can be put in a similar situation to, to Luka Doncic, where he has people constantly rolling off, pick and rolls, everything like that, that you could imagine Luka Doncic does, it could be a successful offense. Like, they, like Houston has the tools to be an incredible team. They just like they have, they have better personnel around Harden than the yeah. Mavs do for Doncic. Yeah. Like, it's, it seems like, I mean, the only thing you're really missing is a, a pop guy or a role guy that, Doncic has and Porzingis and yeah. Dwight Powell and to a certain extent Willie Cauley Stein at the end of the season. <laughs> um, yeah, like they have better personnel around Harden, so I, I think like it's basically you can take what you did with the Mavs and kind of move that over to the Rockets. And like you like like you said, like there's I, there's been no reason for Harden to leave. He hasn't said he wanted to leave. There's been no rumors about that. Yeah. So if he's there, they're going to be a, a superstar, a, a really good team and. I mean, they almost have to be with the picks they give up for Westbrook. They almost have to be a good, like just to get a decent return on investment and not make that trade look even worse than it already is. Yeah. I also think he, Harden just loves nightlife in Houston. Like he's really <laughs> hard for him to get that. Life up. You know, how, how are you going to go to a strip club and not have your Jersey in the rafters? You know, in a different city? Just, I mean, Kobe kind of threw, threw everything out the window in terms of like nightlife. I don't know. I don't know what the I don't know what the situation is in like Texas, but uh, I I'm I would hope that they are being uh, careful. Oh, it's so, Texas. They're definitely not. Well, he was. Okay. He was. He was. He was. <laughs> didn't he? Didn't he already have COVID? Yeah, he did. Him yeah, and Westbrook he, did. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but it's not an immunity thing. You you can get it again. No, yeah. I know, I know, but I'm saying like you know he's. He's already risked it. What makes you think he's not going to risk it again type of thing, you know? Like, if Lou okay. Will went into a, a strip club to get chicken wings, then I'm guaranteeing James Harden goes to a strip to club. To be fair, those chicken dance. wings were named after him. So <laughs> it's a little different. <laughs> I'm, oh, sure he, I'm sure he has a dance at a strip club named – I'm sure Harden has a dance at a strip club named after him. At this <laughs> without he's frequenting them. Hey, how about the Harden shake, huh? Oh Oof. my God! Uh, 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 uh. Oh no, I'm good. You're gonna have to edit that one out. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. So so we've done Philly. We've done Houston in a sense. Let's let's move over to the last team that has yet to find a, a head coach, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, 
you know, I, I, I'm surprised that no one's really went there, but I have a suggestion and I doubt this suggestion will happen, but I think he's like the perfect guy for them. Mr. Kenny Atkinson, he should be the coach. He's like a perfect coach for the Oklahoma City Thunder. He made Brooklyn into that uh, that young, fun team that everybody enjoyed. There was a certain camaraderie around that team too, that he, he seems like a player's coach in that sense, right? Um, so I don't know. I think Kenny Atkinson is a really good hire for them. They're a young team. They need someone that's going to be able to develop the young guys like Lou Dort, like Shea Gilgis Alexander. Um, he seems, he seems like the right fit. Do you guys agree? I just, I feel, I just feel a little bad for Kenny Atkinson. I think like people talked about this when he got fired as well, is that he's gotten labeled as like the developmental guy. And he actually genuinely is a good coach, not just like a developmental coach. So I think it, like, I like the I like the idea. I think, in that in both aspects i think he'd be a good developmental guy but i also think he'd still make them a good team he's still a good enough coach that especially if they retained if they if they ended up keeping chris paul which seems unlikely but i mean if no one to take his contract he's still there if they somehow kept neil gallinari they re-signed him like that's still that like that's still basically the same team they had last year and i don't think you need to have a developmental coach there but i still think he's a good enough coach to take them to basically the same place they were last year like is he is he a how much of a downgrade is he right now? Like the same roster is how much of a downgrade is he compared to Billy Donovan? I actually think he's an upgrade. Yeah. I, really, I don't, yeah. I don't think yeah. Billy Donovan is that good of a coach, but I digress. I don't yeah. know. I agree. Yeah. So Billy I, is... I don't think they're that much worse if they hire Kenny Atkinson. Yeah. I mean, Billy Donovan is Billy Donovan. He's only as good as his team around him yeah. from what I've seen. Um, yeah, I like Atkinson, but again, uh, just to go on your point about like developmental coaches, I totally blame Phil Jackson for this because every time he's shown <laughs> up, they've won championships. So like, there was this idea that oh, you need a coach to build them up and then another coach to push you over the finish line. I mean, to be fair, Nick Nurse could also be called that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Steve Kerr and, could be called that, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, obviously, there's like some truth to it, but I'll, it's. It's not really true. It's just that Nick Nurse was a better coach than Casey. Steve mm-hmm. Kerr was a better coach than Mark Jackson. Yeah. Uh, Phil Jackson is one of the greatest of all time. So I don't think it's, he's so much a development thing. It's just like he's just that good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would like Atkinson to get a shot. I mean, he's proven mm-hmm. that he can handle a young team, especially if Chris Paul's there. Um, again, but the thing is, like, for me, if Chris Paul is on that team, you can get any – I feel like you can get any like semi-decent coach. Mm-hmm. Like you can take a chance on someone. And you know that as long as Chris Paul's on your team, they're gonna fight every game and you could honestly not have a coach and you'd be fine. <laughs> I mean, Chris Paul is the coach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, why like even, that's why they waited so long to hire. They're like, all right, we're gonna see what offers we get for Chris Paul. If we have to, we make him player coach. Worst comes to worst, Chris Paul is player coach. There's been yeah. player coaches before, right? Because yeah. I think Bill Russell. Was Michael Jordan? No, sorry. He was GM, then came back. GM, GM then became the player. Yeah. Um, no, but I know I know uh, Bill Russell at some point in the 60s was a player coach. Yeah, let's do this yeah the 60s was, was a very, wild time. That was, that's a very <laughs> 60s thing to happen. <laughs> there were no rules in the NBA in the 60s. It was like 18. Uh, yeah. 18. <laughs> Coaches, having a coach was more of a suggestion than like a rule. Uh, to be i mean to be fair chris paul being part of the players union and the coaches union that seems like a very chris paul thing to do that'd be wild that'd be wild um i actually think chris paul is going to get traded like without a doubt there's no question uh it just depends when they're going to trade him are they going to trade him at the deadline are they going to trade him during the offseason we don't know but i think realistically 
I know OKC wants to go for young guys and picks, but I feel like in a lot of ways, they have so many picks that like, why would you want more picks? You're just, you're, you're, mm. you, you have them just to have them at this point. You're not really going to be using them to, to their full extent. That's my opinion. Like you just have, they have more than they need at this point. They're not going to be able run to run into the spot. <laughs> you run They're into like the 15 problem. picks or something. <laughs> yeah. You, ru- <laughs> you run into the problem you end up having in 2k where you have so many picks that you've traded for over your my over your my league season that you end up having to like package up like your three picks to get up to number one then you have like five number one picks on your team and all your number one picks are just sitting on the bench because your team's so good i, I don't know maybe that's just the problem that i have but it seems okay. like a problem that okc will run into eventually it's a very edmonton oilers problem actually <laughs> No, that's actually, I have no idea what hockey is. I just know Leon Dreisaitl. Thumbs up. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the one non-number one. I, yeah, pick. I only know about that because it was like, they won the lottery like three years out of four yeah. and they were terrible. <laughs> yeah. They've been, they, it's just like, they just didn't know what they were doing. They were the so. Cavs basically, except the yeah, Cavs actually much. got number one picks that worked out. So, so <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll ask you guys this. If Chris Paul were to go somewhere, where would you like him to go and where do you see him going? It's two different answers, unless it's the same answer for you. I, I know I already know one of your answers, Bradshaw. I already know. No, one- I, I was gonna say I feel like I'm obligated to say the Bucks, but I don't think he will go there. And I don't want him to go to Milwaukee, even though he's like my second favorite player of all time. I am like one of the biggest Chris Paul fans you will ever meet. Oh, I don't I didn't see do the obligatory why. I didn't do the obligatory uh hey by the way he's a oh, Bucks yeah. <laughs> he is a Bucks fan. This guy who lives in Toronto, Canada, lives near Woodbine Beach is a Bucks fan. Oh, Brandon Jennings Bucks and Six. I know, I know, right? It's it's <laughs> disgusting that. I know, I know. It's just Listen, uh, I would, I would, I would hit on you more, but uh, after this playoffs, I kind of feel sorry for you guys a little bit. So <laughs> thank you, thank you. That's what I. That's what I. I a little bit, of, a little bit of pity. Last <laughs> year you. was just like, just like burn it all down. But this year it's like, <laughs> yeah, S has no pity for me. I feel no remorse. I feel. Of course you don't. Yeah, no. Yeah, we'll give it time then. We'll see if I'm on S's side or not. I just, for me, it's like, listen, I look at you guys like a deer in the headlights. All right, literally, no pun intended. Very much pun. That was very. That was very much intended. intended. Come on, man. I'm Can't sorry, be- man. I got dad jokes on flat. <laughs> um, but I, no, I. So I. I think I don't think I don't think he will, and I don't think he should. Okay. Wait, no, I don't think he will, and I don't want him to come to Milwaukee. Um, I. I. This is a team that I think needs. As weird as it is for a team that needs to compete for a title, they also need to get a bit younger. Because uh, there's basically no future on that roster, and I can say that. We're we talking about Chris Middleton's like what, 28, 29? Yeah, he's 28, 29. Uh, he does not Bledsoe. look 28, 29. Yeah, yeah he, he looks, looks like 54. Looks- <laughs> yeah, and he'll still give everyone buckets. <laughs> Eric Bledsoe's older and not great. Blurk Lopez is older and fine. Like the only young guys you have on the roster, like Dante DiVincenzo and DJ Wilson, and one of those guys isn't an asset. Sterling so, Brown, baby. I love Sterling, oh but he's probably God. gone. Yeah, he's not going to be on the team next year. So I that's actually, a team that needs to get younger and adding wow. the very old Chris Paul is not a way to do that to entice uh, Giannis that there's a future on this team. 
I didn't realize how old they were until you broke it down like that, to be honest with they you. They are old. Yeah, they're an older roster. Like, Wesley Matthews is, might not be there next year, but he's George old. George Hill, right? George yeah. Hill, an older guy. Ersan Eliasova, an older guy. Robin Lopez is older. Even Tanasis is older than Giannis is. <laughs> so, like, it, it's not a young team. This is a very, this is a very, like, win-now team. But if they can't win now, then how do you entice Giannis to stay here without showing him, hey, there are young guys on this team for the future that's why you need to you almost need to keep the pacers pick even though people are dangling it as a trade asset you almost have to keep that i you're gonna hate me for saying this as a uh, but this this is, has like 2009 Cavs written all over it unless oh, they yeah, do something drastic sure. oh like i'm just getting like they were signing Shaq, and it's just like they're just trying to do what there's anton jameson they're just throwing everything <laughs> at the wall yeah. to just keep lebron and it didn't work so it's like I get what you're saying, but you either have to like win a title or get yeah. so young that Giannis believes that in four years he can actually like in like in a later yeah. um, later season he can actually win a title. And there's no in between. You try to in between, like it's gonna be a hard sell for Giannis when you've got like Miami, Toronto, Golden State, and Dallas, and all of them. Like, hey, you want to win a Golden championship? State, Golden State is not a destination. I'll hear the <laughs> other ones. Even Toronto, I'll hear that. Golden State is not a destination. Amen. Oh, no, don't, they, don't give all Warriors fans, fans. Photoshop. You're gonna no, you, all the Warrior fan, all your Warriors fans are like tech bros. They all have Photoshop. <laughs> you're just gonna hear it. I'm just saying it, it'll be in the conversation. As for Chris Paul, the, the guy you originally asked a question about, uh, yeah, I think he's definitely in win now mode. He doesn't have a ring, even though he's probably the best point guard of his generation. I remember when him and D- Darren Williams was a conversation. That conversation is well and over. It was like neck and neck for like a decade, and then it just stopped. Yeah. Literally, yeah. One guy kept going, so he, and well, the other guy just isn't playing. <laughs> One got Jerry Sloan fired, <laughs> and the other <laughs> didn't. So that kind of settled that uh, thing. So, again, I, I'd have to see uh, which team is contending for a title, but not quite there yet, and just needs that steady hand to – uh, get them over the hump, and who also has forty million dollars in contracts to give to uh, Oklahoma City. I'm That's glad the you brought thing. that up. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up because I know, I know, this team is going to be trading for Chris Paul, and that is the Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> it, it goes round in a circle. We started off the pod with the Sixes. We ended off the pod with the Sixes. It look. It just makes the most amount of sense. They have all the garbage, gar- garbage. How did I pronounce garbage like that? Garbage contracts in the world. All right. In Al Horford and Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris is still a decent player, like a decent. He's not a $34 million player, but like Nassim said, if he can get to like 20, if he can just get to 20, it would be, it would be good enough for us. And I think that makes all the sense in the world. You trade for Chris Paul, all of Philly's problems are gone. Not all of them, but some of Philly's problems are gone. You get your Doc Rivers reunion, Daryl Morey and Chris Paul reunion too. It just makes all the sense in the world and the drama, ladies and gentlemen, the drama. <laughs> ah, all right. So, so S, are you saying that it's Chris Paul for Harris and, and just and, whatever uh, extras? Yeah. And like just, a coffee machine or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like picks until Brawny gets into the NBA and like, a, yeah, a fax machine or something. I don't know. <laughs> Several Philly cheesesteaks. And yeah, yeah, actually, it kind of makes sense. I mean, they they have, like I said, their, their four most highest paid players are all like 
six ten people who can't shoot. So yep. <laughs> um, they need they need they need uh, they need a little bit more balance. Uh, would Oklahoma go for Harris and picks and uh, a Xerox machine? I'm not sure, <laughs> but um, again, it would it, from Philly side. I would I would probably try and pursue that somehow. What if you were to add Tybal? If I okay, see now now I'm listening. Before I'm hanging up the phone, but now I'm like, all right. Like you do like Dort and Dort. I was gonna say Dort and Tybal together. No one's scoring scoring. on the team. Nobody's scoring on that team, bro. Yeah. And Uh, Tybal has a blog, so he can like (laughs) advertise about the the various sights and sounds of OKC. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to think about it. Imagine the the Tybal and Shea TikToks. (laughs) My God. (laughs) That's what I want. I, I don't mind it, man. I, I like the trade suggestion that, that I brought up just now. All right. I like the trade suggestion. It's a good trade suggestion. Are we going right. to get a, are we going to get a, a trade machine post on your Twitter for Chris Paul? No, listen, yeah. I'm, I'm tired of causing chaos. I think I'm, I think I'm done with the chaos for a bit. You're a Rogers employee and you're tired of causing chaos. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be kidding me, man. I, I can't, I can't be talking about that. You know what I mean? We, <laughs> uh, my, my NDA Peak right now, my NDA. You work for the company you work for, a company that thrives off of chaos, and you're like, I can't do it. Oh man, it is. It's uh, it's an interesting. Man, this is this is the uh, the Bell and Rogers podcast, eh? You work for Rogers, I work for Bell. This is great. Does 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 uh? No way, it's Bell, is it? Yeah, yeah, they're owned by the company. I I can say the store I work for. Oh yeah, the source the source is owned by Bell. I did not know that. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Hey, if wow. anybody's listening, you get, need a good deal. You want to come in and uh, get your system set up with uh, <laughs> Bell 5, come see me. This guy. So here, I have an interesting story. Okay. So, um, do you remember how that uh, City TV used to be in that old 299 Green Street? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Long, long time ago. Yeah. So when Rogers bought City TV, Bell got the actual building. Like they well, Bell bought the building, yeah, from uh, from City, but Rogers got the actual channel. So for a while there, Bell was the <laughs> Bell owned the building and City TV was the tenant, and I oh, yeah. got a job. So I got a job as an assistant uh, for CTV, but I would work on breakfast television. That's so funny. Oh my so God. Technically, I worked for both of them at the same time. At the same time. That's crazy. That's like <laughs> me when I was walking, I actually asked both of us when we'd walk into TSN with our Rogers phones. Yeah. Walking into a very much Bell Media building and the reception was garbage. <laughs> well, dude, back then I was a sales associate <laughs> walking into TSN. So I'm just like, dude, this is like, I am a, I'm a Russian spy in America. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> I'm trying to trying to pave my way through this foreign country, you know. Oh my god! Yeah, but that's a crazy story though, man. And I didn't know it was like you know technically the Scotiabank Arena is Bell and Rogers. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Rogers Center yeah. is, is just Rogers. Rogers. But, yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, are you guys ready for these uh, trade rumors I have for you? Oh yes, yes. Let's finish it off with that. Oh, okay. Let's go. Go for it. So I, I I had one of these ready for the show, and I was gonna just pitch this one. But then the same guy tweeted another one that I thought was just as funny, maybe a little funnier. So I'm going to talk about this one too. So this is from at Scoop B, who I will clarify, I will preface this right now. He is not to be trusted. He's not a very reliable 
uh, reporter. He does have 26,000 followers on Twitter and oh, is verified. Ver- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. He, oh, God. Is he the yeah. guy with the fedora? He wears a fedora? Uh, not in this photo, but he might. Uh, I, uh, you might also be thinking of Jason Whitlock, who... No, no. Bad. He kind of looks like Jason Whitlock, though. <laughs> oh, that poor guy. <laughs> I already oh, don't trust an- him. Oh, there's another one. Okay, now, now, I, I got a few. I got a few that are going to relate to you guys. Let's start with the first one. Okay. The, so this is from at Scoopby. Brooklyn Nets and Milwaukee Bucks have also shown interest in San Antonio Spurs swingman, DeMar DeRozan. <laughs> How would you guys feel as Raptors fans if the Bucks acquired DeMar DeRozan? You're the Bucks fan here. Personally, yeah, I, w- I would hate it, but I, I would think it's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, and if they did, I'm punt. If, if they acquired DeMar DeRozan, I'm punting the season, and it's all about the comedy for me. They're not winning a championship with DeMar DeRozan and Chris Middleton and Giannis. That's not happening. Yo, so I'm just going to watch the season sense. for jokes. It kind of makes sense. All the all the people in the NBA, all the NBA fans who are like, oh, the Bucks don't have a shot creator and need more mid-range. There you go. <laughs> DeMar DeRozan. It, it kind of makes sense. The one, the one thing he can do is, is that. Yeah. So, the, Bro- um, the Brooklyn Nets would also be funny, but not as funny as the Bucks. Uh, the Bucks, the Bucks would, be, would be hilarious. Yeah. First of all. It would be very funny that Demar would go to the Bucks, like yeah. the <laughs> the heated oh, rival, <laughs> the heated conference rival yeah. of his former team. That's I just, I, I'd like to see the the I'd like to see Raptor fan reactions to that. I think they'd both laugh and cry. The laugh because explode. laugh because he's not winning. The Bucks aren't winning a championship. My timeline would be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> My timeline would be dangerous. I don't have that many followers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it'd be savage. Oh my god. It's it's going to be either people crying or people yeah, like you said. Okay, what's the other safe, one? Safe to say Bucks fans are not interested in that. They don't want no. that. This one I thought was also funny and this one just came out. Milwaukee Bucks oh, this during the podcast. Milwaukee Bucks are looking to add a high impact player at the guard position depending on cost and availability. I'm told Bucks are inquiring about Indiana Pacers guard Victor Oladipo. We've heard that before. Yeah. Oklahoma City Thunder Chris Paul, heard that before. Yeah. And Toronto Raptors icon Kyle Lowry. <laughs> Get out of here. Out. No way, bro. No, listen, there's, there's there's literally no way. I mean, look, I know Giannis loves Lowry. I know Giannis loves Lowry. We saw the All-Star weekend stuff. We saw him playing around saying, oh, yeah, you know, I hate Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry ruined my play. <laughs> Yo, I, I don't care. That man is not going to Milwaukee. He'll be opt out so like Alonzo morning if he has to. I oh know. Oh my god! That'd yeah, be he so will funny. Alonzo your team. Oh, yeah. Don't don't do absolutely, don't even. absolutely. It oh, that'd just be so funny Milwaukee. though. Let me just put this so out there funny. into the world right now. As a Raptors fan, I feel like Kyle Lowry has the right to decide where he wants to play the rest of his career. Absolutely. With. Yeah. <laughs> That's for me personally. He's earned that right. Yeah, oh. I agree. Even if it's not Toronto, it's like, all right, you want to go somewhere That's else? That's what I'm saying. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But trading him to Milwaukee, <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather him go to Philly. Go to Philly. Go home. You go know? home, yeah. Home. If he signs with Milwaukee, that's one thing. But trading him there? Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't do you, know. Do you think fans would be – I think I think Raptors going to be more mad if they traded Lowry than when they traded DeMar. And yeah. Raptors, they, and Raptors fans were pretty more, though. They were pretty mad, though. When they trade, I was tomorrow. mad. Yeah, yes. I wasn't. I wasn't mad. Like, like the trade was an obvious upgrade, but yeah. I was just like, he doesn't. Have, he has one leg. 
I don't know if he's going to stay. It's <laughs> Damar, the first man that loved him. us. Like, I thought, <laughs> yeah, you thought he wasn't even showing up. I, I yeah, thought literally. he was not going to show up in practice. I thought he was going to be like, yeah, I'm not playing. This is not. He's going to John Salmons us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Please never mention John Salmons on this podcast. He's. He's he's a cruise he's a cursed man. I, I don't I don't believe <laughs> Hey that's a that's a former Raptor and Buck. What are the yes. rare ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, is there another trade rumor? No, it was a it was a joke tweet. I, I thought I saw something about the Raptors, but it was yeah. someone was just joking about it. Right. Um but no, I, I think Larry would be hilarious. Remember I sent you that screen remember I sent you that jersey swap that a Bucks fan made of it's Lowry disgusting. with a Bucks jersey on? Yeah. I said that as a joke. Now if this comes true. true. If this comes true, I'm, I'll follow Scoop B and I'll never talk bad about him again. <laughs> and you got to apologize. If, if they acquire Kyle Lauer, you have to apologize for saying he looks like Jason Whitlock. Yes, yes. I'll, I'll, probably, <laughs> I'll send an entire letter saying, Dear Scoop B, I apologize. <laughs> um, but man, it's... I can't even imagine Kyle Lowry in another jersey, man. It, it, no. It like, it physically, and he's been in other jerseys. This guy. Look yeah, at yeah. Him. Look at this guy. Come on. How can you get this guy to be on another jersey? Imagine that. Imagine, you know, the gif that all the Raptors fans love of him carrying the trophy and like looking majestic on the bus. Imagine that, yeah. but like in like a, a Ray Allen throwback jersey <laughs> instead of a, a Damon Stoudemire <laughs> riding around Milwaukee. Oh, even better for me, a Brandon Jennings throwback jersey. Oh my God. When they win the championship in six games. Oh my god! As an homage to the six, of course. Wisconsin does not deserve a championship. Wisconsin <laughs> doesn't, but I do. I do. You do. After okay. Hell, first of all, first of all, Kyle Lowry is not someone who's going to wear a Brandon Jennings throwback <laughs> jersey. Kyle Lowry is better than Brandon Jennings by like miles. If he's good, if if this like crazy situation happens, <laughs> I would hope to God that it would be a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar jersey. There Have some respect for yourself, Kareem. Kareem. Oscar, Oscar, Sidney Moncrief, Ray Allen, Brandon Jennings. Whoa, whoa, oh, no, whoa. No, no, you whoa, guys whoa. are missing a whole phase of There's Bucks. There's an imposter among them. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, how about how about how about Michael Red? How about Michael Charlie Red. Villanueva? Put some TJ, respect on TJ the Ford? Ford? legend. <laughs> Charlie Villanueva. TJ Jack Sigma? Like what <laughs> I got I got I'm names. Man, you, all right, let's <laughs> right, well, not imagine Kyle Lowry yeah, in any other jersey. Kyle anymore. Lowry in a throwback Milwaukee Bucks John Salmon's jersey. Nice. Yeah. Or a, Gr- a Grievous Vasquez. <laughs> How about he go into, goes with a like a custom Norm Powell jersey because you were supposed to have him, but you don't. <laughs> nice, yeah. Or and OG. In OG, OG too. <laughs> Man, imagine if you guys ha- no, nah, we're not gonna imagine that. Okay. Um listen. <laughs> That's that's it for the pod. They acquire both Debar and Kyle. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this is just, it's funny because we're making fun of the Bucks, yeah. but at the same time, we're not like really making fun of the Bucks. We're Brooke kind of- Lopez, OG and OG and Obi. Brooke Lopez, Giannis, Chris Middleton, Demar, Kyle. That's championship. Prove me wrong, people. I mean, yeah, Prove but it's not gonna happen. <laughs> I pray we never find out. Yeah, the superstar I, the Raptors fans needed for those Demar and so Kyle too. teams. I hope so too. Is um, not. Do you want to plug yourself? Do you want to? Do you want to give everybody your plug and, and tell tell people where you're at? Uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter at Nasimali. Follow Dishes and Dimes on Twitter at Dishes Dimes Pod. Mm. Uh, follow S. Follow follow the podcast. Follow everybody. You know, Raptors Twitter for life. 
and please give me some cheesecake. Yes, yes, damn right. <laughs> Part of cheesecake gang. I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you. Cheesecake and some and kit, maybe. Cheesecake <laughs> and kit, maybe. You already know what it is. <laughs> gang, gang. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Shoot Your Shot podcast. Thank you to Nassim for coming on the podcast. We appreciate you, man. Yeah, and, thank you for having me. It's been an honor. Yeah. Hey, dude. We'll, we'll First have... podcast ever for me. So this is hey. great. Gang, 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 gang. <laughs> so y'all the special ones. Okay. I appreciate you. <laughs> we feel I appreciate... honored. We, we feel you. honored. We feel graced by your presence. Hey, man, if you want to come back next time, let us know. Just holler at your boy. Okay. Sweet. Thank you very much. All right. Later, guys. Yep. Yeah.